you're almost famous. You just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. And welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, also the start of the Almost Famous podcast. It's time to head over to the tiny stage. My name is John Che. We introduce you to independent bands and musicians every Tuesday night from 8 till 10. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. And tonight, joining us on the tiny stage, we have Mountain Weekend. How are you guys doing tonight? Hey, John. How are you? Fantastic. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Who wants to give an introduction as to who everyone is? I can do that, yeah. I've got Scott Bradley uh, playing some guitar and a beautiful honey dripper tonight. I'm Mike. I'll be singing a bit and playing some banjo. Got David Brown, guitar. David O'Neill is going to play uh, the cajon for us tonight. And we have Mike Enos on the bass. Sounds awesome. So uh, tell us the history of the band. How did you guys all come together? Yeah, so uh, Mike Enos and I started fiddling around with uh, some acoustic guitars a number of years ago. And um, then we hooked up with our good friend Dave Brown here. And the three of us played um, some acoustic type stuff for a while. And then we, we connected with uh, Scott and Dave O'Neill who were playing and uh, another band of their own, and we just sort of merged one day at a at a homebrew festival, and we've been playing together ever since. Fantastic. So we have, I know you have an album out. We're going to talk about the album, but let's hear a song first. What are we kicking off the night with? Uh, we're going to open with a song called Bainbridge, which is on uh, on the record. Great. We have Mountain Weekend joining us on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Years later, I wonder if I 
change my mind Would things somehow be the same Sure as hell that the good Lord knew Just what I'd do Sure as hell that I'd still be with you That ship has sailed, my friend That ship has sailed The ship has sailed, my friend That ship has sailed, my friend That ship has sailed The ship has sailed, my friend Excellent. Mountain Weekend on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Who wrote that song? I wrote the lyrics. Mike wrote the lyrics to that. And uh, we basically everything is written collaboratively. So the music came from uh, a number of sessions together. So talk about the lyrics, Mike. How did that song evolve? Yeah. So Bainbridge uh, is basically based on a memory of um, my college days, actually, and the long rides from uh, here on the South Shore out to... Ithaca, New York, and back. And uh, so it's just kind of a, uh, a picture in my mind of these rolling hills that seem to go on forever um, as you're trying to make your way out there to, to Ithaca. Excellent. So when, you, when you're writing lyrics, Mike, how do you typically do, write? Do you start with melody? Do you start with, with, uh, with words? How do you, when, when you compose, how does that happen? I definitely start with words first, um, which I think is a little bit unusual. But um, with this band, typically what I'll do is um, come up with an idea, come up with some, some lyrics, concept, then I'll bring it to the rest of the, rest of the guys um, with basically just some scaffolding for music, and then we evolve it from there together. Awesome, and I know you guys have an album out. It came out, what, last year? Came out July 4th of... 18? Uh, 18? Yes. Cool. So, so, so of, just uh, over a year. So, so talk yeah. about the album. Where, where is the album available, and, and how did that happen? Yeah, so um, we recorded a lot of that... Um, right in our um, practice space in Middleborough. Basically did it, did it ourselves. We get some help uh, from a couple friends and um, basically self-produced it and uh, put it out. It's out on basically all the digital stuff, uh, iTunes, Spotify, and all that. Uh, we also pressed some vinyl. Um, we made a point to do the, the production of that right in the U.S., so those are uh, records that are made in Burlington, Vermont, actually. Awesome, and we have a copy of the vinyl. You were kind enough to uh, to give us that when you played Bridgewater Music Alley. So we've been spinning some tracks off the vinyl quite a bit here. We love we love what it sounds like. Well, thank you. It's great. So is the album fairly all new material, or do, do those songs date back into the uh, catalog when the band started off? Yeah, um, those are most of the stuff in that was um, was written in the the year or two leading up to the release, um, with the exception one of them is a song called Indie Pop which uh, Dave Brown wrote in the 90s, actually, a long time ago out in, uh, out in St. Louis. But uh, aside from that song, all that stuff was, was pretty new at the time of recording. So when you guys first came, to, uh, came together as a band, how did you all kind of 
merge musically? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think that the three of us that started in the beginning were um, were really looking to play uh, Americana type stuff, um, stuff that'd be similar to what you'd hear from the Ava Brothers and uh, bands like that. And then uh, Scott and Dave were definitely more in the rock and roll area. And um, so I remember the first time we played together, actually, uh, Dave yeah. O'Neill was on the drums, and it was the first time in my life I'd ever played with a drummer. Um, it was just a few years ago. And he's been trying to pull us toward rock and roll, actually, a little bit ever since then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had a background, and, you know, a lot of it was hard rock or, or even heavy metal. So uh, the volume in which I was playing was a little mm-hmm. bit much. And, um, you know, so I had to you know, put a concerted effort into kind of refining my style and, uh, you know, kind of modifying it to a more country rock, you know, keeping time, you know, a little bit less Keith Moon, a little bit more Charlie Watts, you know, so... Uh, I like it. Ringo. <laughs> Sounds very cool. Let's do some more music and then we'll talk some more. What's sure. next on your set list tonight? Uh, we're going to play a song called Boreal, which is um, the last track on al- um, the album Autumn. Fantastic. We have Mountain Weekend on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Always good to see for me But it's crowded and hot And they close it Way too early 
Eventually I'll move along And I'll take a drink with my free song And it's time for me to fly under the radar Time for me to go north once for all Every time I open my damn mouth Yeah Things that I'm thinking just fall out That is Mountain Weekend on the Tiny Stage on 95.9 WATD. Sounding good, guys. Tell us the history of that song. Uh, That song is um, basically, uh, I wrote that thinking about, um, it's it's basically at a time in my life where I felt like I needed to get away, far away from a lot of stuff. And um, the furthest place I could think about was a town called Yellowknife in, uh, in northern Canada. And uh, so the idea behind that song is just uh, going out, going away, forgetting, being forgotten, and um, just sort of being alone for a while. That's great. Now, when the, when the idea for a song pops into your head, and, and Mike, it doesn't have to be just you answering this. If anybody wants to, yeah. uh, to jump in, feel free. How long does it typically take you to compose? I know some people can write in, in minutes, and other people can take you know, days, weeks, even years to write. Mm-hmm. Um, Typically, uh, when I sit down to write a song, again, starting with, with lyrics, um, it's normally uh, not that long, really, for things to kind of come together from the lyrics standpoint. And then, again, we bring a song to rehearsal. Um, normally, it's course of a couple of weeks' time as we kind of work through things and come up with new ideas, refine the sound, and so on. Um, then we'll actually even start playing songs uh, live before they're probably really ready but um that seems to work pretty well for us so we'll, we'll go out there and play stuff and actually refine it right in the middle of you know a show or a tour or whatever it might be 
Anybody else want to jump in on that? Well, you know, I have uh, two songs in the set. Uh, I'm not a principal songwriter by any, by any means. Um, I'm not even a prolific songwriter. But this one song called Olivia, that's kind of a staple of the set, is about my daughter. And that literally took years to write. It went through many different genres of music. It started off as kind of a punk rock and roll song. Then it went into some kind of Conway Twitty type of uh, old-time country western. And then, it, you know, it developed into a, uh, like, the band, you know, kind of a country rock song with, with the groove that uh, we just actually recorded recently. Um, so that's an example of how songs sometimes can start off in, you know, one format and then over a period of time uh, go to another one, you know, kind of adapt it to uh, maybe the audience or, or uh, the overall uh, um, motif of the band. So that's awesome. Anybody else want to jump in? I just want to add that uh, one of the staples of our Live stuff is we're typically breaking strings, so we've got a broken string now that we're, we're repairing while we chat. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're coming up on break time, so it's, it's good timing right to break on. a string. Uh, how do you know when a song is ready to be played live? <laughs> I think if you asked each of us, we'd have a different answer to that. How about you, Scott? What do you think? When's, it re- <laughs> When's the song ready? When we know, the, when, when we when know it. <laughs> when we're barely comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah. um, that's probably the best time to bring it out live, and it, it really helps to vet out maybe some problems it might have with it or, you know, apprehension. And we just play it out live. And, and um, generally after the first couple times we play it, we're like, wow, yeah, that really works. Or else we say, oh, no, <laughs> back to the woodshed. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're coming up on break time, guys. Before we uh, go into our first break of the night, give us uh, any online information that you have where p- people can track you down on the web. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Uh, so we have a website, uh, which is mtnwknd as in mountainweekend.com. Uh, let's get our calendar of all the upcoming shows we have. Let's get some uh, information about the band and so on. And then we have a pretty active uh, Facebook page, and you can just find us at Mountain Weekend on Facebook. And then also Instagram is uh, at Mountain Weekend as well. Awesome. We are coming up on our first break. We have to uh, say some words about Tiny and Sons Glass, and then we have more with Mountain Weekend joining us on the Tiny Stage right here on 95.9 WATD and 95.9 WATD.com. Live, local, first, the South Shore's news, weather, and traffic station, 95.9 WATD. And welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday night from 8 till 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. There are several ways to track us down online. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio, on Instagram at almostfamousradio. You can find our podcast by going to almostfamousradio.com and you can stream us live tonight at 959WATD.com. We're being joined on the tiny stage tonight by Mountain Weekend. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing great, John. Sounding great tonight. Thank you. So give another introduction to the band. Sure. Uh, We've got Scott Bradley here um, on guitar and some slide. Uh, my name is Mike McKenna. I'm playing banjo. We've got David Brown on guitar, David O'Neill on percussion, and Mike Enos on the bass. And share your website or any online information that you can. Sure. Uh, website is mountainweekend.com. That's mtnwknd.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Mountain Weekend. And on Instagram at Mountain Weekend as well. And talk about the album. Sure, yeah. The album is called Autumn. Uh, we recorded it and we released it in July of last summer. 
Um, you can listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, and you can also get it on vinyl and CD. Awesome. And upcoming shows? Upcoming shows, we've got uh, September 21st. 21st, thank you. Uh, we're playing at the Capron Park Zoo in Attleboro uh, that night. And uh, September 28th, we're playing the uh, <clears throat> Baddest Bash in Middleborough with a number of other musicians actually from Plymouth. I think Abby Vale's joining on that bill, she too. She is, that's right. She is, absolutely. Um, and then we're down to uh, the Port Hunter in Egertown the beginning of October, the 5th. Awesome. Let's uh, do some more music, and then we'll talk some more. What's next on your set list? Uh, this song is called Trust Nothing But The Horses. Okay. Mountain Weekend on 95.9 WATD. They're live on the tiny stage. With such little effect To find my daughter there And maybe break my back I called my father I said my fingers are down in the bones The bankers don't bother much When you're just bleeding stone Things in general Well they're already settled Things in general And I saw headlights out on the hill And I thought about my mother and the winter when she fell She told me if I knew now just how good I had it back then I changed a thousand decisions to come to inspire millions of men Things in general, well, they're already settled Things in general With such little effect To find my daughter there And maybe break my back I called my father I said my fingers are down in the bones But bankers don't bother much When you're just bleeding stone Things in general Well they're already settled Things in general
Mountain Weekend on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Who wants to talk about that song? Yeah, I could do that. Um, the song Trust Nothing But The Horses uh, basically came from, um, I was just spending a little bit of time reading uh, Tale of Two Cities. And um, there's some scenes in that book that just kind of created some ideas in my own, my own head um, involving my family, really. Now, uh, speaking of horses, I noticed on the uh, the front of your T-shirt, there's, is that a chicken or a rooster? <laughs> That's Bill. It's a uh, rooster. Bill, okay. I was going to ask yeah. if he has a name. <laughs> How did that become the uh, the logo? Well, yeah, go ahead, Scott. We, this is Scott's story. So um, I wrote a song. It's called Kill Bill. It's essentially about my rooster because he gets up way earlier than I'd like to get up every morning. And uh, so we have we just kind of put together some... Uh, anger at that at that rooster and it came out on a t-shirt and a song yeah and now we need him so he's still alive is he on the album that's he, a good idea <laughs> that, no, that, that song is not recording that one. song will be on the next album is not on this album i mean is, is the rooster on the album the rooster is is not not on the album maybe the next one we'll see so it sounds like you guys have kind of a, a history with the farm, and I understand, too, that you have a, uh, a practice space that's basically kind of like the, uh, the field of dreams. Yeah, so um, I own a, it's a very old farmhouse um, that used to be a turkey barn or turkey farm, and we actually practice in the slaughter, the slaughterhouse, which it, it was a slaughterhouse, um, and now it's, we've morphed it into a studio and um, a recording studio and rehearsal space. And um, it's it's pretty neat. But if you're out there like two o'clock in the morning, you can hear the turkeys. Blah, 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 you know, we call the it ghost poultry of the geist. turkeys. So it's a good place to be on Thanksgiving. Pol- poultry Geist Studio. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so how long has that been the practice space? Uh, three years, maybe, roughly. And the album was recorded there. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah we recorded the whole thing down there, mixed it. Um, and had some friends help us out with that, and then we sent it off to mastering, and then uh, had it you know, pressed onto vinyl and CD and um, all the all the digital domain. Now, talk about the recording process. How did you guys all work together in the studio? Yeah, uh, the recording process was interesting. It was um, a really tight space, and uh, we actually had a couple of good friends of ours um, spend a lot of time with us in that in that little room. Um, we basically experimented with different approaches to recording the stuff. We tried to do some isolation we, techniques. We tried to uh, record everything kind of live all together. Um, it was definitely a learning experience for us. And actually, the single that we have, which is called Song for Mary, uh, we recorded at a place called uh, Blackbird Studios outside of Poltergeist. And that made life a little bit easier. Awesome. Uh, so the album came out just over a year ago. It was in July 2018. How has the response been so far to what you guys put out? Uh, it's been pretty good locally. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're growing with, uh, you know, monthly listeners. And, um, you know, those numbers are, are sort of creeping up for us. Um, response has been pretty solid overall. I see the banjos made its way out. So what are we doing next? Let's do some more music. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to do a song called Indie Pop, which is uh, written by Dave Brown. All right. We have Mountain Weekend on the tiny stage. It's all yours, 95.9 WATD.
Marcus told me time to stop Beyond them Marcus spatial miles to walk On hit walk without a, a soul around Well, he didn't offer solace except the beauty of escape And the pleasure of the moment That tickled, he said he laughed and laughed Well, he laughed, but it wasn't a funny thing I walked in freedom for a while Till the orange markers told me time to stop Beyond them markers, spatial miles to walk On hit walk without a soul around As if a child was singing be It landed on my senses with the murmur of murder ghost Such a sad, sad expression on his face It's like being long Self-delusion The honey glistens off of your tongue Your rhythm moves so magically It's like the breath of angels Drunk with Come on, huh? Beyond them markers, spatial miles to walk Unhitted walk without a, a soul around Mountain Weekend on the tiny stage, 95.9 WAGD. Nice job, guys. Thank you. So tell us about that song. How did that one happen? Um, I wrote that song uh, with a, my good friend Noah Campbell um, back in the late 90s uh, in St. Louis. Um, my part of the lyrics on that one were, were written from hiking around uh, all over the mountains of Virginia. Um, and that's kind of what that song's about is finding limits and then crossing over them and, you know, seeing what's beyond. Awesome. So we have Mountain Weekend on the tiny stage. I want to talk about influences, and whoever wants to start, jump in and talk about who inspired you and maybe who you're listening to present day. Well, um, I got started playing drums when I was uh, 10 years old, so um, it's about 37 years. I'm kind of rounding down, or at least trying to. Uh, those numbers are getting up there. But, uh, you know, I, I used to listen with my father to the old swing records, and I got into drumming by listening to Gene Krupa, Buddy Rich, Louis Belson, those swing greats. And then, uh, you know, I had an aunt that was into rock and roll. She was a bit younger, and she brought over a box full of eight tracks. And it had Zeppelin, the Beatles, the Doors, the Stones, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I really got into, uh, you know, the allure of rock and roll was right around the corner, so I started to model, you know, my, my drumming after, you know, the rock guy, you know, John Densmore, John Bonham, Keith Moon. Uh, I like a lot of blues, um, a lot of early rock and roll as well. Speaking of Buddy Rich, have you heard the uh, Buddy Rich bus tapes? Yes, I have. What a nice guy, huh? Exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody in this band is like that. <laughs> good, good, I'll good. I'll explain it to you later, fellas. It's good. <laughs> FCC friendly, we like that. Yeah. <laughs> Who uh, wants to talk about influences next? Um... I would say 
mostly, uh, you know, for me it started with 1970s uh, rock acts and uh, in particular Pink Floyd. Um, and then uh, as things progressed into the 90s, uh, I really got into um, some of the alternative country stuff uh, like Uncle Tupelo and later Sunvolt and, and Wilco. Um, that really influences kind of what I bring to the band, uh, the stuff that has that country feel uh, kind of stems out of that that line. And, uh, these days I listen to what they're doing and, and some other uh, acts that are out of that uh, vein like uh, Lucero and um, Band of Horses and other stuff along that those lines. Very cool. All right, you're up. Yeah, for me, uh, as far as songwriting goes, I think uh, it's definitely going to be the Avery Brothers uh, for me. Um, and then musically, you know, I come out of uh, listening to a lot of uh, punk rock, actually. And uh, if you've seen us live, maybe you, you catch a little bit of that, uh, that attitude still there, hanging around a little bit. Um, and then, like Dave said, you know, that sort of all-country stuff like Uncle Tupelo and, and Sunvolt, uh, those, those are uh, some of my favorites for sure. All right, the bass player, you're up. <laughs> Here he is. I was going to go with uh, some stuff that I've been listening to lately. Um, band called Camp is in heavy in the rotation lately. Love Band of Horses, Manchester Orchestra, like that the bottle rockets good stuff yeah i'd say my music influences were or you know 70s rock beatles started out with the beatles for sure heavy heavy <laughs> on the beatles and then uh i played a lot i, I played a lot uh, as a younger um in boston and so some of the local guys like uh john butcher the enemy which is charlie farron um and jay giles bands like that uh listened to a lot of that stuff when i was younger and now Really, these guys have taught me a lot of stuff about um, newer Americana kind of stuff, and it really, uh, really strikes a chord with me. And I really love that that style of music, and I'm working really hard to try to be the best I can at it. <laughs> now, do you find yourself able to work some of your influences into the original music you're creating with Mountain Weekend? I, I'd say definitely. I'd say definitely. There's, uh, you know, for sure, you can hear David Gilmore in the guitar sometimes, or um, some of the blues guys, which I really loved, and some of the music writing, you know, has some very beatly chord stuff I write anyway. Um, so. Yeah, we've heard a lot of, uh, like with Boreal, which we played earlier, there's a lot of folks that say it sounds like Pink Floyd, um, for example, and uh, something like um, Horses has that sort of alt-country feel to it. So I think it definitely influences uh, what we do and how we end up sounding. Great. Well, let's continue with the music, guys. What are we listening to next? Okay, this one is one, the other one that I wrote. Um, this is called Train Song 1001. Uh, I wanted to, like I had mentioned before, I uh, wanted to, I love the blues, in particular the pre-war stuff, you know, the 20s and the 30s. Uh, and you can hear, it's not too far removed from the old field haulers or the uh, chain gang uh, type stuff that, uh, that, that went on, you know. And, um, and you know, uh, their, their lyrics are very spiritual in nature. Um, and the other motivation, of course, was I wrote a song for my daughter, and now I wrote one for my, uh, my son. He loves trains, and it's called Train Song 1001 because there's probably about a thousand songs with train in the title or, or at least uh, the content of the lyrics. So uh, I just put Train Song number 1001. I don't know. Let's hear it. Mountain okay. Weekend, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. One, two, one, two.
doctor, got a ticket to ride. Whoa, Kentucky, yeah, I got the time. Take me all the way, all the way, all the way. Take me all the way, the Lord by my side. Riding that train, that train, that train. Riding that train, yeah, all aboard. Down that line, down the line, down the line. Mountain Weekend, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that one, guys. Thanks, John. Thank you. So do you have any plans to uh, to start working on the follow-up to the record? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're just finishing up sort of the tail end of our our uh, summer shows, um, which have kind of leaked into September, which is great. Um, and then the hope is this fall and into this winter to get back uh, over to Blackbird to, to keep recording. So what we're hearing tonight is kind of a stripped-down version of, of Mountain Weekend. Mm-hmm. What is your typical live show like? Typical live show, um, there's actually, we're going to do this in a minute, but there's a little bit more uh, switching around of instrumentation. Um, guys playing different stuff. Mike Enos will play some acoustic guitar. Dave Brown will switch over to the bass. Um, so the live stuff, there's, there's sort of a little bit more variety in uh, what you're hearing with instruments. I play a guitar as well. Um, and we try to sort of, the live shows, we try to build, uh, as time goes on through the night, we try to really build and build and build the energy and really just kind of get the crowd going and, and feed off of them. Sounds great. Let's talk about the live shows again. I know you have a couple coming up in Attleboro and Middleboro, so yeah. run down the list of live shows again if you would. Sure. So we've got a, you need to get the schedule out. Uh, so the 21st, we are at, uh, it's a Saturday night, we're at, thank you. We're at uh, Cape Run Park in Attleboro on the 21st. The 28th, we're at the Baddest Bash in Middleborough with uh, Abby Vale and actually Jeff Hilliard and Jake Hill in Deep Creek are going to be there with us as well. Those are uh, good friends of ours. Love them all. Yeah, and then we're down at um, uh, the Port Hunter in Edgartown on uh, October 5th. Awesome. Let's uh, do some more music. What are we doing next? 
this song is called Song from Mary. All right, and we have Mountain Weekend on the tiny stage right here on 95.9 WATD. Easiest shot I made in my whole life. It was a straight shot through to Chicago. You look so tired, she said. Baby, close your eyes, I said. And I've got the wheel tonight. I passed this up the Bismarck town, and Grand Forks ain't too far. So baby, rest your head Now I'm happy to take it slow Well, time country on the radio And I've got the wheel tonight And this story about working hard It's working out I'm Mountain Weekend on 95.9 WATD. Great job. Thanks, John. Talk about how that one was written. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. Uh, so a song for Mary. I have a, a friend named Mary, and uh, we were chatting one, one day uh, not too long ago. Um, and she said, hey, you should write me a song. And so I wrote a song for Mary. Um, the idea that simple, is huh? Just, uh, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Um, the idea behind it was just sort of, <laughs> hopping into a car and um, just headed west, sort of up through the plains and um, just enjoying a, a long, long drive with nothing else going on. 
That's excellent. That is Mountain Weekend. They're joining us on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WHD. We have to take our final time out of the night, but we have time for one more song. Does that work for you? That sounds great. All right. Right now, though, we have to take a look at the forecast. Here's meteorologist Rob Gilman. Keep it right here. We're the South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Every Tuesday night from 8 till 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, and we'll be enjoying tonight by Mountain Weekend. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Thank you again for coming to Marshfield, to coming to the South Shore for this uh, the show tonight. So talk about the upcoming shows. Sure. We've got uh, Cape Brown Park Zoo on the 21st. That's a Saturday night in Attleboro. We've got um, the um, Baddest Bash in Middleborough, Mass., with uh, some other local South Shore people, Abby Vale, Jeff Hilliard, Jake Hill in Deep Creek. And then we're at uh, the Port Hunter in Edgartown on October 5th. Excellent. And uh, the website and social media links. Website's mountainweekend.com, M-T-N-W-K-N-D. Social media, we've got Facebook at Mountain Weekend and Instagram at Mountain Weekend as well. Awesome. And what's our final song going to be tonight? Uh, this song's called Drive. It's, it's on Autumn. Uh, it's completely fictional. It's just a story. Uh, hope you like it. All right. It's all yours. 95.9 WATD Mountain Weekend closing us out on the tiny stage.
should chase your dream now, girl Tell me where you wanna go Rolling down that same old highway Just driving, thinking about that day Tool now, can't remember your name Looking for something ever since that day Only I don't know the way I guess I'll just drive Just drive. Just drive. Guess I'll just drive.